You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have one more testimony in the house. Two. Can we please make some noise for our sister, Shayon, to share her testimony? Okay, okay. So please tell us your name and a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Cheryl. Um, I'm part of the film stars. And the Barking Bacenta. Okay. So, tell the church what you would like to tell us today about your testimony. My testimony is about how God saved me from death. From death? Yes. Wow. So, please, I think at this point you will have to tell us a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I was driving back from um, Manchester on a Sunday morning with my friend Stephanie, um, who is here. Um, and there she is. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so we were driving down on our way to church um, on the M25, and I was on the third lane from the right, um, which is, and I was about to go into the fourth lane, which is usually the fastest lane. Um, and so I looked into my mirror, didn't see any car there, so I said, okay, let me move into that lane. And as I was about to move into that lane, um, the car to, there was a car there, and the car was also trying to move into my lane. And at that point, our um, cars collided. Mercy. Uh, the driver went off, and my car spanned across the motorway, across the wow. three lanes, into the hard shoulder, which is probably the safest place to be if you're on a motorway, yeah. stationary. <laughs> Um, but I believe that God um, really um, saved us that day because um, as we were spinning across the motorway, there were cars around. So, so there were cars and, moving there as were you cars were spinning. moving as we wow. were spinning, but no car hit us as wow. we were going across. Oh, you guys are still sitting down. Whoa. So, so Sharon, what, what, what do you accredit this, this blessing to, this safety net from God? Um, well, the first thing was um, the prophecies um, mm. from the beginning of the year, because the tenth one said that um, I will return next year. Amen. And as we were praying for the prophecies at the beginning of the year, I didn't really think that, you know, that I would really, there would be a chance that I wasn't here next year. Mm. Um, but, the, but obviously... Um, this happened um, and that's from Malachi chapter 3 verse wow. 18 which says they will return and discern between the righteous and the wicked and between them that serve God and them that serve him not wow so, yeah. so 
what would you say to encourage the rest of the church? Yeah, I would say that um, you should believe in the prophecies. Um, another thing that also um, helped was we were, as we were driving, we were listening to a message on the presence of God. Hey. And um, it was talking about the glory of God. And even though this happened, um, when the insur- the, my car was written off, written off, but when the insurance company paid out, they actually paid me more than what I paid for the car. Wow. And my dad decided to give me his car, which is far better than the car hey. that I had before. <laughs> it's a blessing. So as you serve the Lord and believe in all the prophecies and all the blessings, you'll be covered. May you have a testimony one day. Please clap for our sister Shayon. I can't feel your excitement. How many of you have enjoyed our ministration so far? You know, I was speaking to someone last week and they said that one of the blessings of coming to church is that they feel that they are being healed from bad decisions that they felt that they will make after church and harmful decisions that they feel that they will make after church. But how many of you know that all of those decisions, you are being healed from them in Jesus' name? The Bible says that wisdom is profitable to direct. And every single Sunday, our pastor gives us wisdom, which is wisdom from the scriptures. So if you are excited to be healed once again, to be delivered once again, let us sing our song of faith and let us welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. Everybody singing, everybody declaring. beautiful presence and for your blessing. Thank you Lord once again for the opportunity to serve you, opportunity to be in your house, opportunity to preach your word and opportunity to hear your word Lord. Thank you Lord for this great and mighty blessing. Help us Lord today. May we become better Christians and better people in your house Lord. Let today's service be a blessing to us. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. And everybody shouted amen. Amen. I didn't hear your shout. Amen. God bless you. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. Okay. So chapter two of our series on developing your potential. I think actually chapter three. Chapter 1 was developing your potential, isn't it? Chapter 2 was developing your pastoral ministry. Chapter 3 is how to develop your teaching ministry. I think a lot of you wanted to be teachers, if I remember when I asked you. So, 
we're going to kill that off today. Um, I'm planning to be a one-time message. The Aljul of the teaching will not become a series. Like the pastoral ministry was trying to become a series. Okay. So, how to develop your teaching ministry. Hebrews chapter 5. Are you ready to develop your teaching ministry? Okay, so Hebrews chapter 5. And uh, let us read verse number 12. Which says that for when... For the time you ought to be teachers. Okay? Can you see that? That is expected that you become a teacher. Or is it for when the time you ought to be a keyboardist? Or a drummer? Or a singer? When you're supposed to be what? A teacher. So it means that we are all expected to become teachers. Unless this scripture is for... A special group of people. So when for the time we ought to be teachers. Teachers. The expectation is that become a teacher in the house of God. A teacher. A teacher. A teacher. That means that you have, you have students. Isn't it? You can't be a teacher and be teaching the wall. There must be someone that you are teaching. So it is expected. It is expected. At a particular time in your Christian development that you become a teacher. So ask your ask the person next to you that have you been teaching? (laughs) What do they say? They've not been teaching, isn't it? They've been doing their nails. <laughs> They've been doing their nails and eyelashes. Yes. But at least today we can all see that the scripture... Are you, are you, are you back home? Are you back? We can all see that the scripture is saying that for when for the time you ought to be a teacher. You're supposed to be a teacher. You, you are expected to have people that you are teaching. Am I not teaching you? Uh, yes. So, I've escaped this verse, isn't it? Yes. Because I'm teaching. Am I not teaching? Yes. I'm even teaching you how to teach. Aha. Yes. So, you should also be teaching. You should also be teaching. You should have people. Every week, you must have a group that you teach. You have a group that you teach. And you, you, see, you see that in this church, we really encourage you to do more. We really encourage you. How many of you have felt the encouragement? Oh, yeah. At the point, even if you, are, if you are a little some way, you say that the encouragement is pressure. Yeah. How, many of you, how many of you have heard of that before? Not you, but you've heard of it. Yes, I mean, you are, you are not the one who felt the pressure, but somebody uh, feeling pressure. Yes, it becomes, it even becomes a little odd that it's like you're not a teacher. Yes, that's, that's how it is. You almost become, it's like, why are you not wearing a wig? Yes, it's like you must have it. Mm-hmm. Yes, so you are expected to be a teacher. This is why, this is why we give, we give that, um, 
pressure, if you want to call it that. I mean, if you don't have any other vocabulary or any other term to use, call it pressure. We don't mind. We don't have it. We've been here before you came, so. I mean, some things are really not a problem. It's like coming here and saying that, I mean, why am I black? <laughs> Since I was born, I just have a fear. I mean, somebody asked my, my children, what, what is it like to be a pastor's kid? And they're wondering. All, if all my children have experienced that question. What is it like to be? And they are wondering. Their, their response at home to me when they are telling me these stories is that we've never been a plumber's child before. So we can't, we can't answer. So we don't have anything to compare with. So when you ask, what has it been? That's, for them, that's the norm. The normal thing they know is a pastor's child. You think a pastor's child is something. Maybe you, you feel that uh, we have all nights every day. Oh, I don't know. If I don't even know what people are. I imagine. Yes. Uh, I don't even know what people are imagining, thinking that what, what, what is it like? I mean, what, what is it like to be a pastor's child? I mean, what is it like to be a child of a nurse? Are you giving injection, injections at all? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I was like to be a child of a baker. You be eating what? Cakes. Are you sure cakes? Why don't you say the truth? Chin chin. Why you say cakes and these things? Why, why are you pretending? What cakes? <laughs> what cakes? Let me chin chin in the house and say cakes. Yeah, puff puff. Yes, yes, I make it puff puffs and things. It's a kicks. No problem. No problem. No problem. Yes. Someone even asked one of my children, what, what's your father like at home? I mean, the child was wondering, I mean, what is he supposed to be like? He's been as he is. That's all I've known. I've not had, she's not had two fathers. She's not had any, this is all she's known. So, He's as he is. How do you even describe it? The only thing I don't have at home is a microphone. <laughs> so, I don't preach at home. Isn't it, Jessica? Do pastors have uh, microphones at home that you see them preaching? No, they are normal human beings, isn't it? Yes, normal. We are normal, normal people. Okay. Yes. Maybe next time you come and live with us for a day, I mean. I don't know. Yes. Will you come? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll pray about it and see. And see if I want you to come. Yes, I'll pray about it. Yes. I'll pray about it. And see what you do. I'm sure you feel that you get me to be counseling you from morning to evening, solving all your problems. <laughs> Is that what you're imagining? That we'll sit together. It's like I've really got him. We are talking. He's solving my problems. He's anointing with oil. <laughs> Jessica, are they not dreaming? It's like a dream, isn't it? Yeah, like a dream. Anyway, so you have to be teachers. You have to aim to be teachers. For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles. 
of God. And I become as such have need of milk and not of strong meat. So the main emphasis is that you are expected to be teachers. So let's start off. Ezra chapter 7. We've never gone to Ezra before. Today is one of the days I wish you had hard copy Bibles here. To see if you can open to Ezra. Mm-hmm. Ezra. Ezra chapter 7 verse 10. It says that. For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. And to do it. And then to teach. Do you understand? He's prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. To seek after the word of God. And then to do it. To, to practice what he has been discovering. And then apart from that, to also teach what he has learned. To teach it. To teach it. So teaching, again, is one of the key things that in Christian development or in development of your Christianity, you learn. So steps to, to having a teaching ministry. Okay. Number one. The first point is found in 2 Timothy chapter 1. Sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter number 2. There's actually a bigger clock on the wall there today. There's time. There's time in the room. Two timers. So one is delayed. Which one is the right time? Okay. The one up there is the right time. Okay. So, 2 Timothy chapter 2. And um, verse 1 says that, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace. Be strong in what? The grace. That is in Christ Jesus. Okay? Verse 2 says that, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to do what? To teach, to teach others also. So, what's our first thing that you need to know about the teaching ministry? Know that there are some messages only for sons and daughters. Yes. yes. So, sometimes when you come to church, let me, let me help you here. Sometimes when you come to church and you hear the message, you see that parts of the message, you are wondering... That who is it for? It's for the sons and daughters. Yes, it's for the sons and daughters. Usually, usually those that, that part of the message is a bit blunt. It's a bit blunt. It's a bit sharp. It's a bit hard. It's for the sons and daughters, and then they know themselves. Yes, they know themselves, and they say amen. amen. Yes, it's not. It's not. It's not for the first time visitor. It's not the first time visitor. It's not for the person who is not even saved. It's not even. It's not even for the person that. You are trying to establish. It's for the it's for the it's for the sons. It's for I mean, you see, as you are here, you've come for you've come for like a family meeting. Yeah. Yes, it's like someone is meeting. It's like it's like we are a family that we are we are here, and you are joining the family, and you are yeah, as you continue fellowship, and you say you become part of the family. You discover you've been accepted. 
you've been accepted that you are part of the family you have you be spoken to you be told do this don't do it like this be like this but you can't say that you can't say that to any um, anybody you meet on the street don't be like this don't do this be like that no so some part of the message is for sons and daughters it's for the children and then there are parts of teaching or the preaching of message that's also for the general public for the general public so next time you stumble into someone preaching on um, YouTube, on any of these uh, um, places, don't criticize what, because it's like you've gone into somebody's house. The person is talking to his children. And then you are going to say that, why are you talking to your children this way? Why are you saying this? Why are you saying that? Why are you saying this? But if the person is talking, and the children, the children are sitting there and they are clapping. Some of them are even standing. Some of them are even saying that, hey! Yes! And then you are saying you, are, you have just into inside somebody's house and you are saying why are you shouting at your children why are you saying this but the person is talking to his children what has it got to do with you if you don't like what he's saying then turn it off change the, change the channel go off don't talk so you go to the self you don't like it and come again next week will be better okay yes Next week will be different. Okay, so you, you sit down. You sit down. You sit down, little children. Yes. So he's saying here uh, in verse 1, look at verse 1 again. He's saying that thou therefore my son, my son, it's like I'm talking to my son. I'm telling my son how to behave. I'm telling my son what to do. I'm telling my son what not to do. I'm telling my son how to become a good teacher. A good teacher in the house. Good teacher. Of course, I know there are many other problems in life. And many other issues that people have come here with that. He's going to say, show us seven ways to overcome a problem. No, I'm teaching, I'm teaching my sons and my daughters how to be good teachers in, the, in their Christian life. It's also part of life and part of Christianity. So today may not be a day where we are saying that uh, we're having anointing service or uh, breaking yoke service. Today is how to develop your teaching ministry. And you have come into somebody's house and he's teaching. It's like, it's like you go into someone's house and that day the mother is teaching the child. And you saw a mother shouting at a child. Yes, the mother is teaching the child how to wash dishes. Or how to clean up. Or how to cook. And you are saying that, ah, why, why is there no birthday cake to cut today? Because it's nobody's birthday. It's nobody's birthday. So, understand. What I'm saying is that, understand that some of the messages are tailor-made for sons and daughters. So, if you are not a son and daughter, it doesn't affect you. Just, just sit back and watch what sons and daughters are listening to. Sometimes I see a football match, a, a football match, and I don't support any of the teams. I actually don't care who wins and who loses. I mean, it, it has no effect. I, I actually don't care. And there are, some, there are times that I have interest. I want a particular team to win. So when I don't have any interest, I just sit back and enjoy them kicking each other. You <laughs> say, so whichever way it goes, it may go that way. It's okay. It just entertain us. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. Entertain us and help me uh, um, use relax for some 90 minutes or 90 plus 3 minutes and for, for happiness. 
And so sometimes you go, to, you, you when you sit in church, this one it really doesn't affect you. I mean, I've been to church before. A point is making so it's being made so passionately, and it doesn't affect you. I mean, if you have been there before, me too, I've been there before. I'll say that for this point. It's not me. I'm not. A, yes, I don't have. I don't have this type of problems. Yes, but somebody has it affects us. So you don't be, don't be unhappy. Allow the children to be trained. Allow the children to be brought up in the right way. Allow the children to be taught what they need to learn and what they need to hear. Allow them to be, to learn it. So some promise for that's I said. My son, my son, my son. Not everybody. Not everybody. It's different from saying, for God so loved the world that he gave his only... He said, my son. My son. I'm talking to my son. I'm talking to you about something in particular. And I'm saying that be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So there's a grace that is given to us in Christ Jesus. There's a grace. We'll get to it soon. Then verse 2, he says that, and the things that thou hast heard of me, of me, you've heard from me, and you've heard me talking. You feel me say the things of it's like he's talking to his son. He's telling his son what to do. So if you are not his son, he's not talking to you. Yes. I can tell my son shave, and he will shave. I can tell him clear your clear your face, and he will clear his face. And I can tell him it's okay, and it's okay. He will do what I say. He will do what I say. No matter his age, he will do what I say because I am his father. Even when he's 72, I am his father. Yes. Yes. I can tell him, I can tell him, change your shoes. He will change it. I can tell him, change this top. He will change it because he's, 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 he's a son. But I don't go around telling everybody's child that shave your face. Hey, how, why would I do that? Don't I have anything better to do? Mm? I can tell I can tell my child, no, you can't meet up with this person. You can't hang out with this person. I can tell them. Unless I don't know. If I can say no, you can't hang out with this person. But how can I go out around telling everybody that don't don't hang out with this one, hang out with this one, hang out. I mean, come on. You can hang out with anybody you want. And I'm also free to tell you what it means. Yes, I'm also, I'm also entitled to what it means. And I will, I will go by it. And I will stand by it. Hey. You, you are free. Me, I shouldn't be free. So when you are a son and a daughter, you receive specific instructions. Yes. So when you receive specific instructions, be grateful. It means that you are seen as a son and a daughter. When you get specific, specific, tailor-made, it's like a missile that is directed at a particular point. That is that is for sons and daughters. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. It's like it's for you. It's like we are talking to you. Yes. When it's there's no commitment, it's general. It means that you are not you are not a daughter or son. Yes. People say, Oh no, 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 it doesn't apply to feel free. It means you are not even seeing that much as a son and daughter. And it is true. How many of you like to be sons and daughters? I hope you can. I hope you know what it means. Yeah. Don't lift up your hand if you don't want it. 
Because it's not sharing of ice cream. Mm. Yes. I'm wondering what you're thinking. So, so that's a, that's the first point. I, I need you to understand that. So that when you also become a teacher, you also know that some of the things you are saying is for sons and daughters. You have to know that who are my sons and who are my daughters. So you know how to talk. Yes. Because yes. those who are sons and daughters, I talk to them frankly. Everybody is not. I don't think everybody should become. And I don't think those who are not are evil. No. Everybody can't be. So those who are, yes, I took them frankly, I said, no, you can't do this. No, do this. No, this is a very good thing. Okay, do this. And they will do. Yes. Like I was giving an example of my biological son. When I tell him, do this, he will do. Yes, he will do. I mean, all his life, all his, I can't, I honestly can't think of anything I've told him to do that he wouldn't do. He will do everything, else, including what to study. He will study what I said study. I said study this. You don't. You won't study this course. Study this course. Change this to this. He will do exactly as I have said. Yes, exactly as I have said. It's what he will do. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. That's what he will do. That's the same. So as we are in, in the in the in the church, it's the same. What I said, do this. Does do yeah that that's it. But everybody everybody shouldn't be like that or can't be like that. Mm? I think we've understood this first point. So the second point is that the second one is that be strong, be strong in the grace of the ministry that you are involved in. So meaning that when you are when you are in a church like First Love Church, you see that you see that the grace and the strength that we have here is for you to develop yourself to work for the Lord. We work for the Lord. We even have a song for it. We work for the Lord. 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 It's the grace that we have. It's the grace that we have. We work. So when you come, you say, we keep talking about work, 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 work for the Lord. Join the ministry. Be this, the work of the ministry. The this. I mean, it's like you see all the time. That's the, that's the emphasis. I'm looking for the first love pop-up. I can't see a first love pop-up here. Because you see there says work for the Lord down there. Yes. So he said, that's the grace. The grace is to work for God. I also joined the church just like you. I joined the church. It's my beloved who brought me to the church. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She said, she said there's a church. We should go to that church. I should come to that church. She can see that I'm free on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, I should come to that church. There's a, there's a church that I really like. So I started going to the church. When I came into the church, here am I. It's, it's a long story, but you can see, you can see from the results that here am I. Yes. I became strong in the grace that is in the church. That's why I'm holding a microphone today. Yes, that's why I'm holding a microphone today. Because I was just, I was just, a, I was just a brother who was flowing. I was a Christian, all right. I was going to church. I was not like a backsliding person. I was a very, very. That's why she said, "I can see you are free on on Tuesday." Because I used to go. I mean, I liked prayer, prayer. Yes, so I had my prayer meetings. Oh yes. 
Oh yes. I used to go for all night, every day. Oh yeah, I pray through the night. Every, every day, every day, every day. If you ever want to punish me, don't tell me that pray through the night. She said, you are free on Tuesdays, you don't do anything. I've seen some church in the hospital. Come, you really like it. Yes. Then I went. Here am I, I'm holding the microphone. Yes, because when I went there, the emphasis there, the emphasis there was work for the Lord. 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 You see, casually, casually when we are chatting, you, you meet, we'll meet prophet when he's chatting with us, casually, he, casually he will ask you, he will ask, are you called? And I used to wonder, hey, but this is a very big thing, oh, I mean, pastor is such a big thing. I remember, I remember once he asked me, he asked me that, then, then I, I was a pastor, then he asked me that, how long have you been in the church? When I told him how long I've been in the church, he said, hey, and we've made you a pastor already. Yes. Because I've been in the church just a little over a year. Wow. Yes. And I was called Pastor Richard. Yes. But I'm still here. That's the grace. That's the grace. That's the grace. So I, I marveled. And maybe I don't say, maybe it's to you here today. I don't know when else you hear. I marvel when I see my long-standing members who still do shakara over the call of God. Do you understand shakara? Who have attitudes about it. It's like, Steve, are you called? It's like, I'm not called. Like, go work for God. You work. Go here. Do something. Start a church. Start a brand. Do something. And they won't do it. It's like, it's like, I can see that they are not strong in the grace that is in the house. Because the grace, it's not by might. It's not by might. It's not by you. You just, you just surrender yourself to the grace that is in the house. And you will see yourself doing wonders for Jesus. Yes, go with the river. Go with the river. Go with the direction the river is flowing. Yes, I marvel. I marvel. I marvel at people almost to, almost to a point where I say they've been around, but it's like they, they don't want to go with the flow. It's like they want to be different. Always want to be different. Yes, instead of just flowing, because when you start flowing, you see that there's a flow, and when you don't flow, you see that you also, you also, mm, you're different. Yes, okay. So he's, he's saying, he's saying to the son here that you know there's a grace. So spot the grace. There's a grace. Every ministry has a grace. Every ministry has a grace. Every ministry. When, when I say the grace, it's like there's something that they do with ease. Yes. Show you the difference. The grace. So you see the grace that is here to you. See, you are in the church. One, two, three. First, you are a center leader. Yes. Before that, you are teaching. Before that, you are you are a soul winner. You are a die-hard soul winner. You see, you are here. One, two. Before that, you are a missionary. Yes. Before that, you are a missionary. You've gone somewhere. You are preaching. You have a you have a church. You are doing water baptism. When I see some of our brothers who used to be here, they've been sending me water baptism pictures. Um, over the Easter, and they say, "Ah, but these people, they, they were sitting here. They were sitting here. They are doing water baptism with members. That's the grace. That's the grace that's in the house. That's why I say I was in the church just a little over a year. I was, I was a pastor because I was flow. I was going with the flow. 
I was not going against the flow. I was not questioning it or doubting it or being trying to be different or trying to criticize. If you criticize, you criticize everything. Your mother cooks with salt. I know people who don't cook with salt. Your mother cooks with sugar. I know people who don't cook with sugar. Your mother cooks with ketchup. Uncle Roger doesn't like ketchup. <laughs> Uncle Roger likes MSG. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know things. I know things. I've seen Uncle Roger. Uncle Roger likes MSG. Yeah, MSG. <laughs> yes. So, everybody cooks differently. Everybody does things differently. Where you are, be strong in the grace that is there. You see, that is how you flourish. That is how you flourish. That's how you do well. That's it. So you have to, when you arrive, you have to start saying, what is the grace that is working here? What's the grace that is working here? What is the grace? The grace is not electric guitar. With legs apart. And singing. It's beautiful. It's nice. It's not a problem. But that is not the grace that is here. That's not what we do. Hmm? Yes. So you see that you can become awkward. After you've been around for a while, you become awkward and odd because you've never accepted the grace. You're always opposing the grace. You're always suggesting something else. And so you see, you'll be the type of person, if you were in the place that you are suggesting, you'll be suggesting what is done in first love. You'll be telling them, what about first love? Why don't we do a first love? Every time, you're never stable. You're never stable where you are. You're always looking outside. Mm. So, I think you've understood this point. As soon as you start smiling, I know you've got it. So, we are moving on. So, be strong. Yes, be strong in the grace. Be strong in the grace. Yes. I pray that I will be strong in the grace. Yes. I'll be strong in the grace. I'll constantly be encouraging people to become pastors, become ministers. Every other thing is there. I mean, we believe in every other thing. Every other. We believe in prosperity. We believe in, I mean, doing well in life. We believe in finishing your education, passing your exams, getting a good job. We believe in marriage. I don't have to tell you, isn't it? We believe in beloved, be really beloved. When we see you with a beloved like this, it's like Christmas Day. Yes. I'm always happy when I see people with beloveds. I'm, I, get, I get so happy as though, as though I am them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, get a beloved, marry, be happy. Don't quarrel at home. Live happily ever after. Like a Cinderella story. Yes. Yes. Hmm. I met a lady yesterday. She was telling me it was her birthday a couple of days ago. So I said, what did your beloved get? She said, she, he took me out to eat, but I'm waiting for the, for the box. And the beloved was standing there. So I asked him, is, is a box coming? He said, yes. Then she said, oh yeah, he's told me that he's coming. I, I, she said, I had, I had a site and I put a list of things I wanted there. I said, I said sister, you are enjoying, you are enjoying you have a website, you put things you want and your beloved has gone to choose one and has and if the delay alone should tell you the type of thing that is coming because it's like it's coming later but the thing is coming and you should see as I was standing there I'll be 
my intestines were moving. I was so excited. I was so happy for her. I was so happy for her. I said, man, as I wish my, many more beloveds will get people like this. That is their birthday. Them boxes are coming. Hmm. It's not beautiful. Yes. That shall be your story. Yes. It shall be your story. Why not? Huh. Why don't you want to be nice to your beloved? Be nice to your beloved. Hmm? What are you talking about? So, be strong. Be strong in the grace, okay? The next thing, the next, now you following our message, the next step you need to take is learn to teach the same things you have heard. Don't be a hero and don't be ashamed. The scripture says there's nothing new under the sun. Anybody tells you what they are teaching is new, um, that person is new. Yes. Yes. So, he's saying that, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men. The same things that you have heard. The same things that you have heard. Don't try, don't try reinventing the wheel. The wheel exists already. You don't have to reinvent a wheel and make it square. It won't roll. Mm? So the things, are, you, are we reading the Bible today? I'm teaching you how to develop your teaching ministry. And I'm saying that develop your teaching ministry. Learn what has been taught already. Learn and practice teaching the same thing. If you learn well and you understand well, you will see that as you are teaching it, you have your own style and you have your own flavor. I mean, come on, let's not be hypocrites. This hair you are, you are wearing on your head, did you invent it? <laughs> This color combination you've made, did you not see it somewhere? You saw someone, you saw someone dressing, you said, okay, I'm going to dress the same way. Yes. Yes. The only thing I've noticed people, the only mistake people make is that when they are ordering their dresses and things, they don't check the height and the size of the model they see. And then when they wear it, they, they picture that they look, they look like the person. Uh-huh. Anyway, listen, listen to me. Listen. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Learn the same things. Learn the same things. You become a good teacher. You become a good teacher. You become a good teacher. Have I been preaching well to you? Have I been teaching you well? Yes. So I'm showing you this particular verse. This particular verse. I'm a champion of it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I learn and I vomit the same thing back. Oh yes. I'm telling you. I learn. I learn. I learn. I used to, I used to say I used to say I preach 90% or 99% or something like that from prophets. But it's not it's not I preach 120%. Oh yes. Oh yes. Everything. Everything. I say everything. 
I say everything. Yes, I say everything. You, when you are going to cook, you go and put Uncle Roger there. Then you start following Uncle Roger. When Uncle Roger says pour, they say you pour. Then Uncle Roger says don't use ketchup. Then you put the ketchup away. He do this. When he gets to preaching, you don't want to copy from the best. Yes. You say you want your own revelation and your own this and your own that and your own that, 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 that. Yes. Yes. Anything you want to be good at, you learn from someone. Yes. yes. Even footballers watch other footballers. They really soak in other, other matches. They really watch them. They, watch them. they even learn how, to, how they celebrate when they score a goal. Yes. I don't want to practice one here because I, I don't think I have the whatever it takes to, to spin around it. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think I want to do it. You want me to come to church next week, isn't it? Yes. So. Mm. Yes. The learn things. When it gets to ministry, I mean, how can the world be wiser than us? Yes. And you see, what I'm teaching you, do you understand? It's what people practice, but they don't teach it. That's one of the things you should know that. Because people like to look good. They like to look good. They like to look mysterious and special. So even though they do the things, they don't teach it. They wouldn't like you to know what they are doing. Yes. Just as you also don't, you, you wouldn't like to tell someone where you found your hairstyle because you want to look. And they say, oh, yeah, you say, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. You just say, oh, yeah. But you saw it on somebody's head. And you told your hair, your hair maker or hairdresser or hair creator, whatever they are called, that look, do it like this. Yes, all the time. But when they ask you, say, Oh, your hair is really nice, this you just say, Oh yeah. It's like it's you. <laughs> But the things you have heard among many witnesses, the same. The same. You'll be a good Basenta leader and a good teacher at your Basenta fellowship if you learn the same things, to communicate the same things. You'll be a good pastor if you learn the same things and you communicate the same thing. And you'll be a good, a good, a good friend, a good counselor that you will teach your friend the same things that you have learned. Because you remember that, okay, when I was in this situation, this is what I was told. I was given this verse, I was given this example, and I was prayed for. So you do the same thing. You give a verse, you give an example, then you give a prayer to your friend. Same. Apply the same treatment. Same, 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 same treatment. Same treatment. Same treatment. It's doctors who teach doctors. Did you know that? Engineers teach engineers. Yes. You don't get someone who did business and management teaching a doctor. Yes. Doctors teach doctors. So, depending on the teacher that you had, you see that you practice your medicine in a certain way. You do things in a certain way. Because doctors will teach doctors. It's doctors who explain things to doctors. It's, doctor, it's a doctor who will tell another doctor what to do and what not to do. So it's a pastor who will teach other pastors. Yes. 
and teach the person what to do. And if their people are good students, they will learn the same things and do the same thing. Instead of saying that you are waiting for your own revelation. And the way you are, you can say the revelation is not coming. Yes. Like me, I, I, I want to do my own thing and say my own thing. But you don't even pray. You don't even pray. You don't even wait on God. So where will it come from? And when will it come? The next step. I think you've understood the same things. Yes. So, so you've understood why we use the books. Everybody uses a book. Either they will cover it or, or they won't bring it to church. They will type it and come. Yes. Yeah. A good teacher is the one who tells us what he's reading. So anytime you listen to prophet, you see he's always mentioning books. I read this book. I've read this book. I was listening to this person. If you listen to him recently, so you tell that I was listening to Derek Prince. I was listening to Bishop Odeye. Oye. Oye. Oye Depo. Not Odeyepo. Yes. You see, you say this. This is um, Derek Prince. This. Suddenly, you see, you get interest. You also want to listen to Derek Prince. Yes. See, a good teacher will show you where he learned it from and what he's doing. Yes. I bought a beautiful book the other day. It just it was just delivered. Uh, what day is today? Sunday. It was delivered on Friday. I was so happy. And I look at that book. You want to know which book it is? Yeah, it's called Mysteries of the Anointing by Benny Hinn. Yes. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, the, the book is lying next to my bedside table. It's, I'm so excited. When I see the book, I just get so happy. Yesterday I was reading and I had to go out. I had to go to church. And I was saying, ah, church and which one, which one should I, do I have to go and preach? I was thinking to myself, do I, do I really have to go and preach? But you see, I can hide it. Next time you hear me teaching on anointing or talking about it, you say, man, Bishop is deep. Oh yes, I'm deep. But how did I get deep? That's what I'm explaining. So when you discover how things are done, it, it almost looks unimpressive. That is why people hide things so that they look impressive. Yes. That's why they don't say it. So, so they look impressive. Yes. That's why you are trying to you are trying to get a certain shape and a certain weight, and you can see people that look as though they've attained, but they don't tell you how they got there. They want you to think that they were born that way, <laughs> or they have they have a good metabolic system. But if if you go and interview them, you say they eat leaves, <laughs> but they they don't tell you about their leaves that they've been eating. Yes. Yes, they don't explain. They don't explain things to you. They don't explain things to you. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So you see, those who are struggling, it's like it's like me. That's how I am. It's a grace. It's a grace that I have. It's because those who have achieved the thing that you want to achieve, having told you what they do. Yes, and maybe even when they tell you, you won't do. That's also true, isn't it? When they tell you you won't do, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. You will say, man, that's for this meat. How can I separate from meat? 
was chatting with a doctor the other day. The doctor was mentioning some three things that I did. I said, if you take these three things out of my life, what, have, what is left? <laughs> what is left? What is left? I actually asked him. I actually, I actually said, so is there anything else to be eaten? Is there anything else to be eaten? Then he had to change what he's saying. That, oh, okay, no, what I mean is that in moderation. I said, yes. In mod-. I said, it's been in moderation all this while. It's been in moderation. Don't worry, it's been in moderation. You have to keep up. But you cannot take it out. Hey, what are you saying? I mean, three things. I don't want to mention it. Three like that. You mentioned three. I said, me, Richard, I, I should stop these three. Hey, so help me God. Such heavenly food. Anyway, I think you understand what my point. Learn the same things. Learn the same things. And people don't say what they are doing. That's why you don't even know what to learn. So when you see people telling you what they do, when you see people who tell you what they do, books they read, chapters, chapters of the Bible they read and things they do, you, you have to immediately strike that. No, I'm looking at a good teacher. Because the teacher is demystifying how he became a teacher. It's like that is, it's because that is how to become teachers. That is how to do well. That is how to have this. That's how to. So you, you will see in that thing, we always teach you how to do this, steps to do this, reasons why this. It's like we are trying to deepen your understanding of the topic so that you will know what to do. But after things have been demystified, usually to the average person, it's no longer impressive. But that is what it is. That is what it is. That's how it is. That's how it happens. So when you are taught, practice it. Do it. Learn the same, the same things learn. Same. Same. Same, 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 same. Same, 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 same. That's why we have differences in singers. You see those who learn and those who don't learn or those who learn up to a point and they stop learning. That's why you see the differences. Yes. You see those who want, want to be seen early. But, I mean, you're not the one we heard. That's why you, one of the things you have to remember is that The first time we heard that song was not from you. We we liked it from someone else. That's why we wish you would be like that one. So now as you are imposing yourself on us, we are not impressed because we don't know you. I I hope you understand my illustration. Yes. It's something you you must know that you are not the one we we heard it from. We We heard it from from whoever we heard it from. And we liked it so much. That's why we've come to ask you that. Can you do it? And can you do it like that? And then you are adding other things. We don't want. We don't want it. Yes. Oh, Ethan's brother, you don't understand what I'm saying. You understand? Yes. Hmm. 
So, don't try to be a hero. It, 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 you end up, it's, it's unimpressive. So, Basenta leader, when you, when you stand there or you sit there, same thing, same. Same. Okay, next. That's what, number five? Well, number five for me. <laughs> teach, teach the same things you have heard to faithful people. So that, that's why you see where we started from the sons and daughters. So you don't just teach it to anyone. Make sure that whoever you are speaking to is a faithful person and will do what you are saying. Yes. The person will do what you are saying. Every leader, I believe, I hope so, every pastor can give clear instruction. When I say clear instruction, that's do's and don'ts. And can also give general instructions. But you see, you give. Are you listening to me? I'm training, I'm training you to be good leaders and to be good pastors. So you don't wrap people wrong. Because everybody is not ready to receive instructions. Yes. The ones that you know won't receive from you, give them general instructions. Yes. Give them non-committal instructions because that is it's, it's allowed. You can't. That's as I've told you already. You can't tell everybody what to do. They will tell you that you're a cult leader. Yes, they'll tell you that you are controlling them. So you don't give such instructions to everybody. You give it to sons and daughters. Another word for them are the faithful. Yes, you give it to the faithful. You give it to those those who are ready to listen to you and will do what you are saying. You speak to them. Clearly, 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 like God spoke, like God spoke to Moses. He said his servant Moses, he didn't speak to him in parables. He spoke to him in clearly, in clear words. Clear words. Jesus said the same thing to the disciples. He said, He said, he said You I will explain it to you, but for them I'll speak to them in, in parables. Yes. I'll, I'll speak generally, generally. But for some people, like I'm telling you, my my own child. I will say shave. He will shave. He will clear the beard off now. I can, if I just that maybe I won't say it or I'm not. It's like it's not a problem. But I can tell him no shave. It will be gone. But how can I go around telling everybody shave, shave, shave? It's not. It's not even. It's not even real. Do you understand? It's not even real. It's not even. Even me, I agree with whoever say that you are control. I will agree with that person. Now you are controlling us. Why do you want to control? We came to church. Why are you talking about our beard? But there is always more to say to someone. Yes. Mm. Do you want more? Yes. But you've got to be the type that can receive more. The faithful. Yes. The faithful. He says, give it to the faithful. Share your deep things and your serious things and your real things. Share it with the faithful. The rest, general. See, general things. General things. That's actually case somebody makes a mistake and posts his messages online somewhere and you go and see it. And you go and see it there. Don't criticize the person. The person is talking to his faithful ones that God has given to him. He's teaching them. It doesn't concern you. Yes. Okay. And then, and then, number six, the sixth step. 
I don't know how many steps you have. I'm average number six. My next step is number seven. So the sixth step is that the mark that you are a successful teacher is that you have been able to teach people who have become teachers. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's why I want more teachers. I would like to have more teachers. Whatever name that will be given to them, Basenta leaders, Santa heads, whatever name they will come with. I wish I'll have a room full like this when I ask, who are these people? I, I'm told that, well, these are Basenta leaders. To me, it means they are teachers. They are people who teach other people. Yes. Because what, what's, my, what's, my, what's my aim? Why am I here? I'm teaching people to teach others. I don't know when Jesus will come. I don't know when we are going to heaven. So whilst we are here on earth, let's work for the Lord. Yes, let's work for God whilst we are here. Let's work for God. Let's work for God. Let's teach others. So that's what he's saying here. We are still in 2 Timothy 2 2. We haven't gone anywhere since we said opening prayer. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So when your faithful men start teaching others, so, why have you been around so long and you don't teach others? I don't know. I, can't, I don't want to answer. If I answer, you say that I said you are not faithful. But Why don't you teach others? Why don't you have anybody that you teach? After all these years. Why do you only have complaints? Complaints. Anywhere there are human beings, there will be faults and problems. Anywhere. Anywhere. In fact, when you joined the church, you brought a new version of a problem. Yes. When you joined, you brought a new version of a problem. I don't know why people assume that somebody is perfect when the person has not claimed perfection. Yes. Just assume it's like, it's like people talk as though churches or pastors have said we are perfect, we don't have a problem. No, but they are human beings, they're human beings. Anywhere there's a human being, there, there's a lot of problems. So, as soon as another human being joins, no, yes, yes, those are perhaps the most criticized and analyzed and subjected to a. Uh, criticism institution that exists are churches that are like mega churches. Why? Because there are a lot of human beings there. A lot of human beings. So you see, mega church, they'll take mega church on. Because mega church means plenty human beings. Plenty human beings. There will be problems. There will be, there'll be liars. There'll be frosters. There'll be uh, partially converted people. Fully converted people. There'll be fornicators. There'll be. I mean, do you think this? Do you think there's no fornicator here today? Oh. Let me sit down. Nice. Mm. Nice. Yes. It's almost time to end. How many points do you have so far? Average number seven. (laughs) 
My seventh point is that. My second point is be in a constant state of preparation. That's point number seven. In my notes, it's number seven. (laughs) Are you enjoying the service? Are you relaxed enough? Are you following the teaching? Are you understanding the teaching? Okay. I'm also understanding myself. Okay. So, be in a constant state of preparation. Okay. Proverbs chapter 4. Sorry, Proverbs chapter 30. Proverbs chapter 30. Why did I say chapter 4? Proverbs 30 and verse 24. There are four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceeding wise. Do you want to know these four things? Okay, verse 25. The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. So when winter comes, they have meat. So if you want to be a good teacher, be in a constant state of preparation. Be in a constant state of preparation. Always be preparing. Always be preparing. Always be preparing. Always, all the time be preparing. That's how you be a good, because you have to, to teach or to give something. You must have something before you can give. If you don't have it, you can't give. You can't give what you don't have. You can't give holiness if you've not trained yourself to be holy. You can't give righteousness if you haven't trained yourself to be righteous. So be in a constant state of preparation, which is a constant state of training, of training, of training, of training, of training, of training. I'm sure a lot of you have tried to lose weight before. You see, I think to to lose one kilo. I think one kilo is even a lot. 0.5. Yes. Because... It's because you are not in a constant state of losing that thing. You want some magic to happen. It's like, this week I'm only drinking water. But you are starving yourself. So you see, after you've drank the water for three days, they say, well, I haven't eaten for three days. Then you eat the, you eat the three days meal. Even with extra. With extra. So you can't say, you see, you can't live your life like every day you are fasting and praying and um, no. Constant state. Take portions. Read portions. Study portions. Just be in that. Just have the habit. But, oh, I read a little bit. I've read a little bit. No problem. I've read a little bit. No problem. I've listened to this message a little bit. I mean, there are times I listen to messages. I don't even know what I'm going to listen to. I just put it on shuffle. Anything should play. Anything at all should play. But I'm in a constant state. I'm preparing. I'm preparing. Because definitely I'll learn something. Most definitely I'll learn something. Most definitely. And there are times that I'm, I want this topic. So I search for this topic. So I want all messages on this topic to preach. That's more deliberate. That's like you are fasting. Or you are going to the gym. Or you are dieting. 
But constant state of prayer. You can't constantly forever put sentence yourself to um, difficulty. So in constant state of preparation, a lot of the things are done casually, but it's having an effect on you. It's having an effect on you. And people who just come out, that's what a lot of people say, New Year's resolution, they don't, it doesn't last. I don't even know why they still do it. This year I'm going to lose 80 kilos. By the time you lose 80 kilos, you are dead. Hmm. Proverbs chapter 4 now. Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 20. Wow. I can't believe it's time. It says, my son, attend to my words. Now I'm helping you. We are still talking about preparation. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Next. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all, the, all their flesh. Verse 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues. So, so it's now, we are talking about now feeding of the heart. What goes into your heart? Because what goes into the heart is what will come out, according to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew 7, verse 14. Is it Mark 7? Okay, try Mark 7. It's Mark 7, not Matthew. Mark. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So it's Mark. Go to Mark 7. Go to Mark 7. Quick. And go to verse 23. Just dive to verse 23. Come to 22. Dive to 22. Dive to 21. Hmm. 20. Okay. And he said, that which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. Okay, what did he say in 19? Why did he say that? He says that. He says that. Okay, 18. (laughs) Okay, in 18, he said that. And he saith unto them, are you, are you so without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from, from without enter, entereth into the man, it cannot defile him? 19. Because it entereth not into his heart, but into his belly. Talking about food that you are eating. And it goeth out into the drought, purging all meats. Okay. And he said, that which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. Because that defines who you are. Then he said, from within, for, for, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts. Mm. Adulteries. Mm. Fornications. Mm. Murders. Mm. Thefts. Covetousness. Wickedness. Deceit. Lasciviousness. An evil eye. Blasphemy. Pride. Foolishness. You shall escape all foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. And then verse 24, what did he say? And they rose and then did whatever they they had to do. So, (laughs) 
So, so you see that, you see that what, what, what comes out of you, which is, which is a result of what you have, what you contain, is what really defines you. That's why he said earlier that a tree is known by its fruits. 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 The fruits that you bear is what you are. So you have to now be mindful of what you are preparing yourself. Because what you do, because all the things that you do, all the things that you practice, the lifestyle that you live, that's who you are. That's who you are. Why, why is it that, why, 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 is, why is it so? Because you are, everything that you do is like a rehearsal or an exercise. You are training yourself in it. You are training yourself. You, are train, you, see, you can train yourself and become a complainer. Oh, yes. Before you realize, you always complain and you complain about everything. It's training. It's not as though what you see or what you experience and others haven't seen and experienced it. But you are responding to it in a way of complaint. Everything you have to complain. You have to say, why is this like this? Why is, not, is this not done? Why is this done this way? Why can't it be done that way? Like everything you complain, you will become it because you've trained yourself to complain about things. You've trained yourself to gossip. You've trained yourself to murmur. It's training. Everything that you are doing, you are training yourself in it. Before you have become it. Yes. That's why when you have a good friend, if you ever have a good friend, your, a good friend would always help you not to train yourself in negative things. Because when you start talking, the person will say that, no, don't say that. Or the person will change the topic. If I'm your friend and you start talking about something, you know that I'm not interested in it because I won't say anything. Yes. You see that I'm suddenly cold. That means change the topic. Because out of respect, I may not want to say, look, you know. Yeah, so you say, you will just together. I'm just cold. I'm just cold to the topic. I just freeze. It just all it means is change the topic. If you are persistent and stubborn, you will talk. But you will talk, and you see that the next thing I'll ask you is that um, how old are you? <laughs> it's like I'll ask something totally different from what you are talking about. It means stop yes. don't train yourself in it don't train yourself in it don't exercise because when you do it you start bearing those fruits so in constant state of preparation watch what you do and watch what you practice because you are going to become the thing and then watch what goes into your heart so these are things that these are things that I will say should go into your heart. The word of God. Read your Bible. Read your Bible every day. And then read Christian books. And then I think that you've got ten steps for today. Haven't you got ten steps? Constant state of preparation. What do you want to use to prepare? The Bible and Christian books. That's that's why you see, if you've been in church for the past few, you see, we always launching um, Christian books. Yes, because we are we are we want to be scholarly Christians, Christians who read, not Christians who are naive and ignorant. 
Yes. Not Christians who are naive and ignorant. Because the enemy would want to tell you that you are being trained to only think in a certain way. But they are also training you to think in the way they want you to think. Yes. So I've given you about 10 steps. Don't tell me you didn't get to 10 because I got to 10. I got to 10 and I stopped. Yes. Because I could see more, but I said, no, I'll stop at 10. So don't tell me you don't have 10. Because I have 10. Don't tell me you have 6. It's 10. I don't know how you are numbering, but I have 10. How many do you have? (laughs) Do you have 6 or 10? Okay. You have 6, 10, isn't it? 6, 10. 6, 10. It's a number. Stand to your feet and let's go home. God blessed you today. I'm sure you've been blessed. You've been very, very, very blessed. I've also been blessed with my 10 points. So, people to overcome when you are teaching. Number one, the know it alls. Number two, the fearful faces. Jeremiah 1 8, God said to Jeremiah, Don't be afraid of their faces. Number three, the examiners. There are people as they are sitting there, they are giving you marks and points. So as you say, this pastor, when he's preaching, I'll give him 20%. That's what some people will say to some people that, Oh, Bishop Preaching is not here, so don't come to church. Yes. And I told you that I can give you my I can give you my diary to show you when I'll when next I'll be in church. Yes, so you know when to come and when not to come. Number four, the analysts. That those who analyze. Number five, the Eutychus type. Acts 29. That is those who fall asleep. It's Eutychus who fell asleep. <laughs> Number six, the itching ears. Second Timothy 4 6. In the last days, people will have itching ears. That is, that is, say what we want to hear. Say what we want to hear. And then number seven, the blackout hearers. Yes, that's the forgetful hearers. Is that we heard, but we can't remember what we heard. James 1 25. I've given you more than 10 points now. Okay. Now thank God for today. Yes. Thank Him. Thank Him for what you have learned and all that you have received. It's nice to stand up and receive a booster of the message, isn't it? Yes. Thank him. Thank God. Thank God for today's message. Thank him for everything you've been taught. Everything you've learned and everything you've received. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Matala bikobu shabataya. Malama dibu shatala bratashtiata. Thank you for the grace to teach and the anointing to teach, the grace to teach. This perhaps is the strongest anointing in this ministry. The grace to teach, 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 the anointing to teach, to teach, to teach others, to teach the faithful, 
Madali Bashabadiba Kapasanda Labadiba Kapatasaya. Yes, Lord, 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 yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Pray for that grace and that anointing to teach, to teach, to teach, to teach, to teach, to teach. Pray for it. Pastors pray for it. Basenta leaders pray for it. Center heads pray for it. Pray for it. All workers pray for it. Pray for that grace to teach. That anointing to teach. That you shall teach. You'll be able to teach. You'll be able to teach. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That you flow in the grace. In the anointing. In the anointing. The anointing that's in the house. Pray for it. Ask God for it. The grace. The grace. The grace to teach. The grace to teach. The grace to teach. Grace to teach. Grace to teach. Oh yes, Jesus. Malamata Shanda Lava Diva Kappa Lava Diva Kopata Sataya. Famati Mashadala Bika Pasu Sanda Lava Diva Katasaya. Lamadima Labada Badida Badunda Nabadiba Kabrade Staya. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. Grace to teach your God. Grace of the Holy Spirit to teach. To teach. To teach. Teach. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit. Do your work in us. Perfect your work in us. Complete your work in us. Complete your purpose in us. What you began, Lord, in us, Lord. Perfect it, O God. Complete it, O God. Complete it, O God. I pray, Father, that you add your blessing to today's reading of the scriptures and sharing of the word. May the Holy Spirit complete the seeds that have been sown in these precious lives. Thank you, Father, for this great blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Today I want to pray for you. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. I want to pray for you. I want to say a special prayer for you. Somebody invited you to church. You're here for the first time. You're here for the second time. You are around. But deep in your heart. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You don't have a relationship with God. You've backslidden. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to come back to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. Today is my day. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed. Forget about everybody. Don't even think about even your friend that you are standing next to. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to be saved. I want my sins to be forgiven. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Lift up eyes so I can see you very quickly. God bless you. 
God bless you. Keep your hand up. Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. I want Pastor pray with me. Pastor pray with me. Pastor pray with me today. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand. Keep it up. I can see all your hands all over the place. I believe there are some others who also want to join us. Pastor pray with me. Just your right hand. Lift it up. Lift up and I'll pray with you. And I pray with you. God bless you. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want to walk out of your seat and come to me right here in the front. Yes, come. Come, come. Yes, come. Come. Don't delay. Come. Come running to Jesus. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hands, but you want to come to Jesus today. Come as well. Come. You lifted up your hand. Come. You didn't lift up your hand, but you want to come. Come. Come as well. Come. 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 You lifted up your hand. Come to Jesus. Come to Him. Come to Him. Come. Yes. Come. Beautiful. Beautiful. Keep coming. Keep coming. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Come to Him. Don't delay, don't delay. Come quickly, yes. Come quickly, come. 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 I'm waiting for you, I'm waiting for you. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Him. Yes. Come to Him. Come to Him. Come to Him. Let's bow our heads and pray. Those of you in front, I want you to say this prayer after me. I will lead you in a prayer, but let it be your prayer to God. A prayer to God today. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I'm so grateful for today. I am a sinner. I am a very bad person. Please forgive me. Please have mercy on me. I am sorry for all the bad things I have done. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And he rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say thank you Father For accepting me today For washing away my sins And for writing my name In the book of life Say thank you Father For saving me In Jesus name Amen Father may they be blessed in your house May they be blessed in you And may they be established in you May they continue serving you in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Please give them their gifts very quickly. Can you see our pastor waving her hand here? Yes, she'd like to talk to you briefly. So, if you could please follow her, you should just, yes, then follow our pastor. Pastor, keep your hand up so we can see you. Yes.
communion. Communion, isn't it? Yes, the blood. body of Christ for life for health for healing for recovery for salvation for hope for prosperity for blessings over every case for a covering over a family over a home and over a tree of life the body of Christ Eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Receive your blessings. Lift your hands for your blessing. The Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord remember you. May the Lord dry out all characteristics and qualities that tend to poverty. In the name of Jesus. The Lord set you free from curses. I stretch out my hand and I bless you. Be blessed and be healed. Put your hand on your body. Every sickness, every cancer, every curse, every developing diagnosis, every developing condition, every frightening news. Namato Marena Shamanda Ramana Gada. We curse it. We reject it in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord give you peace. The Lord give you healing. The Lord give you life. You are crossing 70 with ease. I declare you are crossing 70 with ease. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Any accident or bad news that is coming near you I repel it and I say go, go, three times go, go away in the name of Jesus Christ you'll be hearing good news from now to the end of the year you'll be getting good jobs from now to the end of the year you'll be revitalized from now to the end of the year will be restored from now to the end of the year. The Lord fight against those who fight against you. The Lord contend against those who contend against you. And the Lord give you peace. May he make his face shine upon you. May he bless you to fulfill your visions and dreams. Visions and dreams of your life. The Lord give you peace. The Lord bless you. The Lord remember you. The Lord help you in Jesus' name. Let me hear your loudest amen.
before. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.